recorded live. Welcome to the VMware State of the Cloud 2016 podcast series. My name is Eric Nielsen, and with me today, I'm with Wes Cogman from the Economist Intelligence Unit. Hey, Wes, how are you doing? Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me back. Nice to have you back. Uh, very excited about having you today to talk about some of the interesting things that are happening in the IT industry. So uh, today we're going to talk about the dispersal of uh, information technology across the enterprise. Uh, I hear you guys have done a study at The Economist. Uh, I think we've done about an in-depth study as there's ever been done on this topic. Um, what we did is we want to get the views of both the IT department and the business users. So we interviewed 300 senior IT execs. We interviewed 300 very senior people from the business users who are savvy about IT. So we asked them pretty much the same set of questions to see what kind of divergence they've had. And finally, I want to say it's across all industries. It's global. So there's no, we don't think there's any hidden biases there. We think it's representative of, of what's happened. So today we're going to talk, I guess, about uh, the view from the IT department and what you learned from the survey results from that view. We call it the IT archipelago because when you think back, it used to be that IT was one big island, and on that island, IT professionals made decisions about which technology they'd buy, how you'd manage it, how you'd keep it secure, things like that. Our premise here is that's dispersing across the organization. And what's happening is many IT departments are growing up in accounting and business units and legal and things like that as people take technology into their own hands. So we're calling it the IT archipelago because in addition to this big island, there's all these emerging small islands that are taking place across the enterprise. I could definitely see that happening. I've seen it at VMware. I've seen it in my own organization where we use community technology, and it's just so easy now to, to go out and buy a SaaS service and enable it and get off and running. That's one of the drivers. It's just become easier, and it's become cheaper, and it's become more scalable, so that people who were flummoxed by IT like myself a while ago can now, can now make it stand up and work in their, in their jobs. Yeah, I can see that in part of my budget allocation. Instead of going to set up and config of these services, my budget can go actually to the operation of the service because the service is already set up and mostly running. Cheaper, easier to pay for, easier to set up. It's all there. Yep, I, I can definitely see that. So you say IT decision makers is dispersing across the enterprise from IT to the business users. Users, why do why do you say that's happening? Well, it's interesting because the IT folks and the business folks each give different reasons. The IT people say the primary reason is that they simply don't have the bandwidth, that they're getting so many requests that they can't, they can't help and that people are doing it, the, doing a DUII, so to speak. Right, so IT is just overwhelmed with the sheer volume of these types Exactly. Of things. The business users come back and give a different reason. They say it's because they know what they want better, that the apps that they're building are much, much closer to their business, and you need the business expertise in order to set these two up. Now, the two aren't mutually exclusive. In fact, they're reinforcing. What's happening, Eric, here, the underlying thing is that technology is getting more deeply ingrained into the products and the services that are out there. They require more business knowledge, and they're making more people show up at the door of IT that they're not able to, to service. So you get this sort, of, this sort of unvirtuous circle, pressure on IT devolving to the business. I could definitely see that in my own space because as the business unit, we see these SaaS services getting very, very specific to what my needs are as opposed to kind of generic IT services that are set up and then we spend time customizing them for some of my needs. Let me give an example. We worked with a, with a big uh, HVAC group and then, you know, the people who put those big $5 million air conditioning units sure. on, your, on your roof. And it used to be they just dropped these things off and you paid $5 million and they came back five years later. Then they stuck sensors in these things to start monitoring the energy flow, and all of a sudden it becomes they get into the energy management business of turning things on and off. Now, doesn't the business user know more about that than the IT department? 
Yeah, I can definitely see that. And I can see where IT groups themselves become overwhelmed at the number of Internet of Things type services that are then beginning to be very custom for business needs. Let me, let me give you an example. In our survey, we found out that people have basically eight devices that are out there, eight different data management solutions, seven different security solutions. These are just the ones that IT knows about. But when you go to implement across these things, the problem's geometric, seven times seven times eight times such. All of a sudden, if you want to do a thorough enterprise-wide implementation, it's, it's like you could do hundreds of permutations on it. Yeah, I can see that. So, you know, specifically, there must be organizational pressures that IT must respond to. Like, can you drill down into what type of pressures the IT organizations are feeling? Well, I think, first of all, there's pressure on the people. And they've always been stretched. There's always been a shortage out there. And what we found that 69% of the respondents from IT said that this phenomenon is increasing the pressure on the personnel, on their, on, their, on their every day. The second was just on the bandwidth question. You know, how many people are showing up on your door? Three quarters said, hey, this phenomenon, this archipelago, is driving more work for us that we can't handle. And the third is really the most disturbing of all, and that's where 73% of them said it's creating cybersecurity problems. Now, we all know there's bad guys out there trying to penetrate here. When you have people developing their own IT solutions that aren't following a common standard, aren't very secure, you're creating a problem for the company. Yeah, I can see that in my own space where we're spinning up these services. And just the other day, we started looking at, like, what's our common test infrastructure for all the services that we are rolling out? How do we know that they're going to be up 24 by 7? And we get really loose on these services that we're purchasing because we don't really put that criteria in, in place. And so we're just buying them. And, like, backups, who's, how, do we, how do we deal with all these things? And we just tend to ignore it right now. I think you're totally right. I, I think... For example, the Internet of Things, which everyone's talking about, is now becoming a reality, is basically the placement of millions, billions of devices in business uses that are out there. Some of these devices have low, have low security latency. Some of them are, you know, are, are que you know, questionable security. Basically, and it only takes one to get in. So this sprawl that's taking place, as we call it, this archipelago, is breeding pretty serious security problems. Okay, so uh, is this going to stop? What are we going to, where is this going? I don't think IT can put up its hands and say, stop, we're going to go back to where we were. There are real benefits to the products, to the services. Competition will force us to, to in, uh, insert more technology in each of these, so that's inevitable. I think you might think of it as a, as a spectrum of what needs to happen here. I think on the one hand, there's the functions that's, that the IT department needs to keep its hands on. And the obvious one is security. You need a common standard. They should be enforcing strict security rules across anything that the business user does. The business users, on the other hand, the closer it gets to their business, it's inevitable. They're going to be taking control. And at that end of the spectrum, I think that IT probably moves into the nature more of a partner or as a consultant rather than an arbiter of all things IT. So I think that that's going to be the final, that transition of IT call them a consultant and a partner to the rest of the business. Right. So as you mentioned, the people aspect of it, I see it in our own IT org that supports us. Mm -hmm. Our IT has been much more focused on now engaging with me and learning the business requirements and starting to be kind of a, a consultant to me in when I'm making these choices, right, and inserting myself in that particular role, which they've never done in the past. You know, if they don't, they will be, unfortunately, sidelined, and they'll become more and more a marginal part of the business. IT needs to stay involved. It needs to be centralized standards but they're going to have to adopt to the IT archipelago. 
Well, I can definitely see this. I can see the view from IT that they're going to have to change their way of dealing with BUs in order to get on top of this and be a trusted consultant on how we move forward with IT technology as software as a service continues to roll through the organization. I totally agree. Right. Well, that's an interesting part of the study. I know we're going to have you back later to talk about some of the other perspectives, uh, but I appreciate you coming here and just giving us some insight on how this is rolling out. Um, so the Economist Intelligent Unit Research uh, surveyed 726 businesses out there. Is this something that is published in any particular place? I, I urge a listener who, who is really interested in the subject, take, take a look at it. It's on our The Economist website at www.economistperspectives.com under the IT Archipelago sponsored by VMware. And you'll see data that can back you up in your discussions about how this dispersal is taking place and on how this should be managed inside the organization. That's fantastic. I, and I think that's what we're trying to do here is just get that information out so that you can be better prepared as you see this starting to impact your own lines of business. Uh, we also have it on www.vmware.com slash radius, R-A-D-I-U-S. Uh, so you can go listen to these podcast series there, or you can catch it on the community podcast at vmw.re slash pod. Uh, so, Wes, thanks a lot for being on the show again. Really enjoy talking to you. Eric, thank you very much.